welcome to The Tim Castle Show, where I sit down with courageous people doing inspirational things around the world. My journey so far as a best-selling author of Be The Lion, The Art of Negotiation, Momentum Sales Model, and The Art of Decision Making has taken me to some very interesting places. I truly believe that their stories that we have locked up inside of us can help other people. And through those stories, we can transform the world. I'm sure you're ambitious, hungry, a go-getter, and you're looking for the latest strategies in how to become a high achiever and maintain that success and keep expanding. If that's you and that resonates, sign up for my newsletter, the School of Success newsletter, and I'll hit you with actionable ideas that you can put into play right away every single week. Let's go. Let's get into the episode. Today, I want to talk about taking personal responsibility in your relationships. And this could be a relationship that you have with your partner, your significant other. It could just be a relationship you have with your friends. It could be your family. It's a big, big topic. And relationships impact so much of what we do because we're human. We love to interact. We love to share, to bond. It's part of our inner nature. It's part of our inside nature of who we are as humans. And as a species, like we've evolved, we've understood the need to bond with other people and to make friends and have allies and to just be around people that get us. And what happens is I think we have that inner need. We have that nature within ourselves to want that. And then we just expect that the relationship is going to flourish. We expect things to go well regardless, and we don't give it any attention. And so this relationship piece suffocates and eventually like a plant, it withers and dies. And we've got to put it front and center. And the way we do that, if we're struggling with personal relationships right now, relationships with ourselves and relationships with our significant other and friends, whatever situation you're in, this episode is for you because I want to touch this space. I want to change lives in this space. I want to help you change your personal relationship with yourself and with other people and understand how powerful it is when you take responsibility for what you can control in the relationship. This is one of the biggest things I've learned. And I want to share this because it helps me. It helps me. This is what I've been doing to try and have a lot of personal success, a lot of things going on all at the same time, and to keep moving forward and to get that big vision so we achieve it, right? Because me and my wife are a team. Essentially, we're on the same team. We're a team. And as long as we have that shared vision, that that common goal of what we're working towards, things make a lot more sense. We can prioritize different things and make different decisions. And it all becomes easier because we're not fighting to get our dream or our goal or our voice heard. We have a common goal. And that doesn't mean that we don't have other personal goals and achievements and things we want to do within that. But there's an overarching theme. What is the big vision for our life? What are we working towards? What do we stand for? So the first thing is we're a team. The second thing is when we get into arguments or you get into difficulties of understanding each other, not hearing each other in the relationship, it can become quite tense. That's because we're just waiting for our turn to speak. We're just waiting for our turn to get our point across. And I talk about this in negotiation, especially my human approach to negotiation. The hearing part is so important. This is where negotiation skills actually help you out in your relationship. But it's so important because, one, it's reciprocity. If you're giving the other person the feeling and you're you're giving them a gift of being heard, of giving them your attention, 
you're actually setting yourself up to actually receive that back. So reciprocity will come back. They will do the same for you. And secondly, it's so much more valuable when you stop focusing on what you want to say and you start listening to what they're actually saying and you actually hear them and they feel that from the heart. When when you feel heard, it's a different thing. You hear with your emotions. You don't hear with your ears. You listen with your emotions. That's how you feel it. Another person can feel you hearing them and getting them. And that's such a beautiful part of the relationship that I want people to dig into. I want you to have that. So when you flip to that and that becomes your intent, those the first thing is that happens is those relationship arguments de-escalate. You're already taking a step forward to de-escalate the tension, de-escalate the emotion. It doesn't go down that route that it would normally go down because you've already intercepted and pulled it this way. The second thing is, so we know that arguments are heated. We know that emotions are high, can be, but we're taking steps to de-escalate. The second thing is the making sure that you prioritize the relationship. If you're in a significant other type relationship, you've got a partner and that's the most important thing, then it guides all other decisions. That should get the most love, the most attention, the most time. It should be at the top of your priorities. And what I think we do is life overwhelms us. When we have jobs, we have the minutiae of all the decisions we have to make in a day, all the distractions that come our way. My phone literally just went off then. I'm really concentrating hard not to look at it and to to deal with it because I'm talking to you here. It's all these little things that are coming on and on and on. And they're taking our attention. They're taking our energy. And what happens is the relationship element of it suffers because we don't get that time to connect. We don't get that time to do the vision planning and and keep in alignment and keep on the same page and keep working together and to share what our own visions are and what our own goals are and what our own ambitions are and then hear the other person to hear what they are and really understand them as individuals so by taking personal responsibility which we'll get to in a moment this is what the theme is of this topic you flip the game on its head and i want you to flip the game on its head in another way i want you to put your relationships at the top of your priorities. And then everything else stacks underneath that. All decisions are made underneath that. Because when you have alignment in your relationship, you can make finance decisions. You can make travel decisions. You can make education decisions. You can make study decisions, commitment decisions, all on and on and on and on and on. All down to like the little details of who are we going to see this weekend? What are we going to do? Who we've we been invited to go to their house or go to their party. We can start crossing off different details, making assessments as to whether that's something we want to do or not do. Really small details, right? But if we don't address them, we don't create that time to address the small details and we don't have an overarching guide map of how we operate, it becomes very hard to actually get time to actually have that conversation. And so daily, I will try to aim to go on a walk with my wife to do vision planning, to talk through the small details of stuff that's come up, but also to talk through our vision and what we're doing for the next three months, the next six months, the next year, the next two years. Where are we going and what do we want to achieve? So it's pretty cool because what starts happening is you start understanding more about each other's goals, dreams, and vision. And then you start investing and pouring into the relationship and pouring into you as a, as a team and creating your big vision for your life together. What does our big vision look like together? And what are we working towards? And now let's step back from that. 
What do we want to get done in the next three months? And so then it doesn't become super contentious or super hardcore to try and sell it in. I'm not trying to trick my wife when I need to go to another city or another country to do something that is in alignment with our big vision, to do something that could get us to that goal, to do something like I need to spend the next five days doing interviews on podcasts, or I have to go here to this country in this month to go record in a studio to do a course, or I need a week now to do this book because the editing has come back and I need to spend time and really get into some deep work and just think about all the comments that have been written on the manuscript and think about how I feel about them and get really into it. So I need less distraction. So imagine that someone is there and they understand you and they get what you're going through and they get that that aligns to the big vision. And if we do this, we get that. And when we get that, we get there. And then we get there and we want that. And it's all tracking forward to the big vision of your life. So we go on these walks, one, because walking creates movement. It's a lot easier to have stressful, difficult, complex discussions when you're walking, when you're moving, when you're moving through the world and you're with nature. Nature in itself is a bit more abundant, right? If you look at nature, look at the leaves on a tree, the grass growing on the side, abundance is everywhere in nature. And I think it's great to be in and around nature when you're having these conversations, because it elevates you, it expands your thinking, and it helps you see the big picture. So nature's great. Walking's great. Ticks off our exercise, ticks off the steps for the day. It burns stubborn fat. I know all this because not, not through me knowing this. I know this through my wife who does fitness competitions. So this isn't my knowledge coming through. This is my wife's. Burns stubborn fat. So walking is one of the best things, and she always has to do it before the competitions, doing 10K a day at least, if not 15, before the competitions to trim that stubborn fat. And so I love it. I love getting into that and knowing that what we're doing is time to connect and at the same time is building our health, our strength, our fitness, and at the same time is letting these conversations flow in a sort of rhythm because if things get a little heated, we can cool off. We can, we can discuss things and move on to different topics if we're not really feeling it we don't have to discuss it it's not a purpose but there is a set time each day that we try to connect and do this and by doing that and having that consistency we're putting our relationship at the top of our tree at the top of things that make sense at the top 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 of everything and we're investing and we're saying and it's a physical act we're saying this is the most important thing and if we've got that in alignment and if we're good here all of the other things we can deal with, all the other challenges we can deal with, it comes a lot harder when the relationship's at the bottom because all the challenges come in on top and then you squash the relationship. You squash it because you don't have time for it. So you let all the other things take priority, but not that time to connect, not that time to do this vision planning and to talk and to just talk through issues and to talk through good stuff as well, what what good things are happening in our life and being very grateful. So combining another practice that I like to do, which is called a gratitude ride, Sometimes I'll go out on my bike and I'll just speak through all the gratitude that I have, all the things that are going really well and all the things that I really appreciate in life to keep them front of mind. And it's a gratitude ride and I'll be moving at the same time when I call out these things that I really, really am passionate about. And I, then to bring that, that practice and do that with my wife, it brings gratitude and makes gratitude a central piece of what we do together and really keeps us both in that same energy. So you can see how you start to get alignment around the things that are important to both of you and do the things that boost both of you. So not just one of you is practicing gratitude, but you're both doing it and together. So you have this kind of twin 
like gratitude party. It's, it's, it's great. It's really great. And you're both in this energy. And then you'll see that she'll start manifesting good things as well. And I'll start manifesting. We kind of tap in and we're pouring in to the relationship in this way. So the walks are there for multiple, multiple reasons. And it might not be a walk that you want to do. It might be some other thing. It might be going on a date or a coffee date or a lunch. Or it might, that Walks don't have to be your thing. It doesn't have to be a walk. I'm just saying what works for us and has worked for me to help me stay in alignment and to make sure that I am prioritizing the things that matter to me, which is my friends, my family, my contribution, my service, and keeping the really strong mindset that I've built over the last number of years around keeping what is of focus front and center and not letting the distractions take me off course. What is the most important thing I can be doing right now for my family, for me, for the people that I serve? What is it? And just keeping on focusing on that. So these walks, they take place. They don't have to take place every day. If there's something else that we've got to do, we respect that and we go do it. But if we can, we will connect and go on these walks and we will talk through the next three months, what's coming up. And what funny thing that happens is, is because we do this repeatedly, we start to really come together and we unify. We start to understand each other better, but we also understand the team better and we understand how we will act in certain situations. So when those certain situations crop up, it's almost automatic and we know how the other one will act and we know how I will act. And we have this kind of already pre-communicated set of instructions on how we're going to handle it. And so problems that come up while still challenging and issues and things are going to happen, do you have a little bit more confidence around, well, we can handle them. Okay, let's. we've already talked about this. Now the situation's happening. Okay, we've got awareness around the situation that we thought about happening. Cool. This is how we've chosen or spoken about how we might react in that situation. And when we see the other one struggling or not going down that road that we know we already have alignment around, we can help out, right? You can help out the other person. You're there to help out the other person. That's part of service and a part of giving and a part of working together because you're a team. And this brings me to the next point. It can be very easy in relationships to point the finger and to say, this is all your fault. You did this and this is your fault. Or this happened because this happened. And I have told you a million times, don't do this. And you still do it. And you're not listening to me. And so the other person feels very unloved. They feel unsure. They feel like it's all you. And in a relationship, as we know, all the counselors and guidance people talk about, it's all 50-50, it's all, and I would say, try to make it 100-100. Try to take full responsibility for you. Take personal responsibility for every decision and, and really own it because there's so much more that you can be doing that you don't give yourself credit for around how you act that causes and influences how the other person responds to you, how life responds to you. It's all about, again, the psychology again, about being able to understand how we're showing up in a situation and what that is causing to happen in that situation. We may want to get our point across. We may want to make that point and make the other person understand and we'll feel amazing if they understand. But the way we go about it, by shouting at them or being firm or, or articulating it in a loud manner, or changing and getting tense. 
the way we go about it doesn't actually get the result that we want. It doesn't improve the self-awareness that the other person has for us. It just, it just, oh, they just, they see our emotion and they're confronted by our emotion. They're not confronted by the actual result that we want and it doesn't happen. And so it can be off-putting and these barriers keep coming up. And so when we take personal responsibility and we also have make time to understand what the other person wants in the relationship, what is their, what are they, what really makes them feel loved? What is it? What is their love language? That's a great book, The Five Love Languages. Really good book to read. And spend time and understand what is their love language? How can I make this person, my person, feel loved, feel connected to me, feel safe? feel part of this, feel part of something with purpose. How can they feel loved? How can they feel fulfilled? How can I do that? Through love language is a very good way to understand how to do that because your love language may be different to your partner's. And so you're giving in a way that you want to be loved, but it doesn't make the other person feel loved. It's interesting. So yeah, taking personal responsibility for our relationship and the the way that we act in the relationship and what we're contributing to the relationship and how that then affects people is is huge. And when you do that, you get a huge sense of self-confidence, a massive self-confidence booster, because you no longer realize you realize you're no longer controlled by the way the situation keeps playing out. You disrupt the old pattern of the way that that argument goes down or the way that that situation plays out. If your wife wants you to pick up clothes that you leave all over the place and you don't do it, one, you should take personal responsibility. Pick up the clothes. One, because it's just a good way to be. If you don't like it, you can talk about it, right? And you can talk about why you need to do that. So what do I mean by taking personal responsibility? Taking personal responsibility is you control how you show up in every interaction. You control what you say. You control how you act. You control your anger. You control your response. You control whether you're hearing or you're just waiting to respond. You control what you're thinking and the thoughts in your head. You control so much of how you view that other person and the lens you're choosing to put on to the situation. And it can be tough. It can be really tough. It can be really tough because it feels like, why should I do this? Why should I have to see and be the one? to take personal responsibility in this. Why it's easier to blame. It's easier to point fingers and say, you didn't do this or you haven't done that or this happened because of you than it is to say, what did I contribute to that? What is my part in that happening? What is my part in that happening? And when we look with that lens and we go with the intention to be a team and to be loving and to be fulfilling and to be more in ourselves, it builds the relationship and it gives it more of a stronger foundation for you to then have those conversations in a way that isn't going to just go down the same route. I think that's the main point is trying to disrupt the pattern and the things that have been happening so that you can then create space to have the conversation and say the things in the way that are caring yet true like the, for you the way that it really should be said, not the way that you do when you explode or you're in a rage or you just want to make the person understand and they don't understand. They don't even hear you because of the way you're acting. 
is big. For us or for me, what has worked is these walks and being able to talk through things and address things while we're moving, while we're talking, making sure that the relationship gets as much airtime as it needs, making sure that we have points throughout the day to connect. So I just changed gyms. One, I changed gyms to my wife's gym. I want to be around her more. I want to see her more. So there's certain times we can walk to the gym together. There's certain times, just that five seconds of seeing her in the gym is another connection point. It means that we've connected again in the gym. Maybe we talk for five minutes, grab a coffee after, walk home. It's another connection point. So consciously putting things in place that align with what is of value to you. What is the most important, valuable things to you? Because in life, and we have to keep this front of center, there's so many other things that take our time and attention that just won't matter in the grand scheme of things. And it's the people we love the most that can end up getting the worst versions of us. It's the people we love most that we think we're doing all this stuff for that end up getting none of us. And when we flip it and we put that at the front, it allows you to actually give in a better way and do all of those things in a better way because you've got the thing that means the most to you being served, the thing that being your tank is full, you're filling in. And instead of taking from the relationship, we're pouring in to the relationship. Probably our hearts like that, like pouring in. Look at it like this is a good, put it pouring in, taking out. So anyway, just came up with that now right now. Wow. <laughs> uh those on the podcast can't see that, but I made a heart in my hands and it looks like I'm pouring into the relationship. And I'm not saying I'm a pro at relationships or understanding how people work or influence. Actually, I'm, I'm saying I'm a pro in influence negotiation, understanding how people work. Relationships, I'm a work in progress, right? It's always consciously understanding that this is not me saying I'm a guru in relationships. This is me saying, this is what's working for me currently. And I'm sharing it with you in case it can help you. That's it. Take it if it works for you. If it doesn't, don't take it. Don't, don't need to pick this up. Just I'm just sharing what's working right now, currently in my relationship, in this exact context for me. And it works with everything, with employees, with friends, and understanding how to, to listen, to really listen. This is such a key skill in giving and serving and actually getting more of what you want and the ability to be able to communicate properly with someone because you understand more about them and their needs. And then you can find ways to meet those needs. And it can be reciprocated. And you can build upon that. It's a stronger foundation. It's a stronger foundation. So taking personal responsibility. What did you do to contribute to that result? How can you behave differently? What actions can you take? How can you think of this person and all the positive things they're doing instead of consciously replaying all the negative horrible things that they've done so that that becomes your vision disrupt the pattern and change it today and you will move closer together when you prioritize the relationship when you prioritize time together quality time together time when you can talk and not be disrupted just the act of trying gets you further together and if you do it consistently over time, 
you start to be intertwined in that way. You start to think in the same way in that sense. You've got this rhythm to it. And it's it's a bit like in sales. When you're selling, when you're selling really, really well, there's a rhythm to it. You've got stories that blow people away coming out of your mouth in nice 60-second bullets that are just like, they're just gold. And you're just like, I nailed that. And you feel it. But you're not even aware that you're nailing it. You're just feeling like you're just in this rhythm. And you're just like, yeah, that was so good. This is so good. And you're not attached to the result. You're not biased to, you must buy my solution. You're not biased. None of that bias is there. You're very open and you're very, you're just enjoying the rhythm. And it's that rhythm. And there's a rhythm for relationships and there's a rhythm for communication. There's a rhythm for communication. And when you're in the rhythm and you're not attached to your result happening, you give the freedom and the space for it to happen. And people come closer. You can get people come closer rather than resisting. When people feel forced and they think that you're trying to convince them of something or sell them on something, that's when they resist. And you sound like every other person. But when you actually create a space and you're not attached to that result happening and you're just enjoying the process and you're just really being involved with what they want and what they need and how you're just really loving it, that's where they come closer and that's where they share more. And that's where you get the real gold and you go deeper. And because of that, you connect. And so it's the same in sales. So that's today's episode. I want you to take personal responsibility. And if this works for you, great. And remember, if it doesn't, don't worry about it. All good. Um, Totally, totally fine. Have a great day. And that's a wrap. Thank you for sharing and rating this show. It helps us reach more people and spread the message. That message is the believe it as possible message. I want you to believe in you, believe in the situation and believe in your bigger life. That's why I created the School of Success. It's a selection of short courses that can help boost your skill acquisition in negotiation, sales and self-transformation. This is where it's at and I want you to win. I want you to build your empire, the empire of you and become more. So if you're looking to know how to deal with difficult people, to negotiate at an expert level, to sell and to become more yourself, to develop your mindset, your confidence, to be able to then think about how to elevate your business, this might be for you. So head on over to the School of Success and look at the links in the show notes and get on over there and check out the short courses that we have for you.